0: Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this evening we continue our series, The Glory of Christmas. You know The Glory of Christmas? I, I, I love the skit guys, I love the video, and, and they question at the end, what's that smell? I don't know if you've ever known any method actors who really got into their parts, or ever known anybody that hasn't showered for days or weeks or even months. But smell is a powerful uh, emotion. It brings so many memories to life. And you think about smells, and I think about Christmas. In fact, one of the important aspects of Christmas are smells, the the aromas. So give that for some thought here, and, and you can post, share some ideas. Name one of your favorite smells of Christmas. Hopefully it's not Dan the Shepherd who hasn't showered for a month. But one of your favorite smells of Christmas, I mean maybe, maybe it's a smell of something like cinnamon or eggnog or gingerbread. You know, for our family, some of the smells of Christmas that I would think about, especially when our kids were younger would be when we lived in Omaha, and we would go north of Omaha towards Blair, and we'd go to Santa's Woods, because there was just all kinds of smells there that were part of our Christmas celebration. There was the smell of of gingerbread, and the smell of fresh-baked cookies, and, and of peppermint, like candy canes. There was the smell of the fresh-cut Christmas tree and have hay because we'd always do a hay ride in Santa's woods and all the experiences and the smells that just bring it to life. Or, or what about the smell of that hot, creamy hot chocolate with marshmallows dancing on top? I love the smell of Christmas. Or how about that, that ham maybe on Christmas morning? Or the smell of grandma's house if that's where you gathered with all the family and friends on Christmas Day and all those smells of everything baked and ready to eat? One of my favorite smells was the smell of, of peppermint when, as growing up, we'd make these peppermint candy cane cookies. It took white dough and a dough with red dye and with a little bit of peppermint extract in that dough, and we'd kind of twist it together and roll it and shape it to look like a candy cane. And I just loved those cookies, love that tradition. The smells of Christmas is one of the, the aspects of what makes Christmas Christmas for so many of us. But one of the important, maybe... Maybe the most important aspect of Christmas, of the glory of Christmas, is God's gift to everyone. God's gift to everyone, all people. No matter who you are, no matter where you are from, what you look like, how tall you are, how short you are, it doesn't matter, or even if you smell like Dan, the shepherd. That baby Jesus, who was born in Bethlehem, was Savior of the world, is intended for everyone, for all So this evening, as we focus in on the glory of Christmas, we're going to focus in on the shepherds and the experience they had with the angel and the whole skies opening up. The angels proclaiming the glory of Christmas to these shepherds who, as we think about shepherds, maybe they really were kind of stinky because, well, one, back then, they probably didn't bathe as much as we do today, and and they lived with their sheep. They took turns taking care of the sheep, but they had this most powerful experience. Let's read these words together from Luke chapter 2. Shepherds were in the fields near Bethlehem. They were taking turns watching their flock during the night. An angel from the Lord suddenly appeared to them. The glory of the Lord filled the area with light, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I have good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today your Savior, Christ the Lord, was born in the city, in David's city. This is how you will recognize him. You will find an infant wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. You see, the glory of Christmas is that God's intention was that nobody was left out. Think about that for just a moment. The glory of Christmas is that God's intention was that nobody was left out. God is a God for everyone. God is a God who loves everyone everyone he loves each and every one of his creatures you me everyone no matter who we are no matter where we're from no matter how tall we are how not tall we are even if we smell like the shepherd dan god loves us and he loves you and jesus is for you he is for everyone. And this is a theme we, we, a theme we see kind of scattered throughout the Scriptures in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So let's take a look at a few other Scriptures that speak to this theme of God is for everyone. 1 Timothy 2.4, let's read this together. God our Savior wants all people to be saved and to learn the truth. God wants all people to be saved, not just those who kind of do their best at behaving, not just those you know, who come to church or are worshiping online, you know, not just those who you fill in the blank, whatever that is. And sometimes a lot of us feel that way. Even if we do come to church and we do some good deeds, we still wonder about God's love for us. But see, Paul writes to us, God loves everyone. His love is for you. His love is for me. His love is for the world. And Jesus was born for us. In a similar fashion, Peter writes in his second letter to the church, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And in the background behind this text is kind of like, well, how come Jesus didn't return right away? How come it's been over almost 2,000 years since Jesus you know, left to be with his Father in heaven? And he said, I'm going to come back again someday. That's an Advent theme, by the way. We celebrate Jesus' First arrival as the baby in Bethlehem, and we wait in anticipation and hope of his second arrival. And it says that the reason he hasn't come back yet is God wants as many people as he can to come to believe in Jesus. That Jesus is for them, that he loves them. And even the words that Jesus speaks, these words from Matthew 28 19, part of what we call the Great Commission. These words that Jesus spoke 40 days after his resurrection, before he returned, or we use the word ascended to his Father in heaven. He speaks this word, sending the disciples out into the world to share this message of hope, peace, joy, and love. Let's read together. So wherever you go, make disciples of all nations. Now, the word nations there in the Greek, the Greek language uses the word ethnos, ethnos. It's where we get our English word ethnic from. So when it says all nations, it really means all people groups. That God is the God for all people. Not just you, not just me. Not just those who believe and behave or come from where we came from. But for all people. For all time. Because Jesus is Savior of the world. Now, Let's go back to those shepherds. You know, the shepherds gathered there taking turns watching the sheep at night, and this angel comes and speaks to them. The whole sky fills with angels, and they're told to go to Bethlehem and to see this little baby born in the manger. And as they go there, you know, they go from there and they, and they share the good news. So while the shepherds were in the fields, were the chosen ones to begin sharing this message of hope, Peace, joy, and love. This message that was entrusted to them that Jesus is the Savior for everyone. It is also a message entrusted to us today. To God's people gathered here in his church at Holy Savior. To those of us that are here in person, to those of us that are watching online right now, to those who may watch on YouTube later on, we are entrusted with the same message. The message that is for us, that Jesus is for us, that he lived for us, that he died for us, that he rose again for us. But it's also a message for the world. It's a message entrusted to us that we carry forth from here. So think about it this way. The story of Jesus as Savior of the world was meant for you on its way to someone else. Now I'm going to read that again because that might take a second for your brain to catch on. It took my brain a second to catch on even though I kind of put the words together. The story of Jesus as Savior of the world is meant for you. So this is a message for you. This is for you. Jesus is for you. But also as Jesus is for us in faith and trust in him, we take that message and we live it out and we share it into our homes, into our neighborhoods, our schools, the places we work, the places at least once this pandemic is over that we gather together and have a lot of fun as we live out in this community in this world. It's a message that we carry with us just like those shepherds did long ago. When they first heard the message of Jesus, they didn't keep it to themselves, but they went out from there after seeing Jesus and they shared that good news. And so we too, through our words, through our actions, as individuals, as families, as small groups, as a community of believers here at Holy Savior, we share this message of hope, peace, joy, and love. We celebrate and we share the message of Jesus' birth, the story of Jesus' A Savior of the world was meant for you on its way to someone else. Now the question is maybe who is that someone else? So here's the challenge for us as we enter into our final week of Advent this next week and into the celebration of Jesus' birth and Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. As you wrap up this year and head into a new year, how will you respond to the glory of Christmas? And who will be the next person you share it with? How we respond to the glory of Christmas and who will be the next person you share it with. You might share it through some encouraging words, reaching out to someone, especially during this year, this season, that feels very alone or isolated, struggling, confused, hurt by what's going on in this world. It might be someone that you know from work or school, a neighbor or a family, a friend, that you reach out to, encourage them and let them know that Jesus is for everyone. But Jesus is for them. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise that you are God that loves everyone. You love each and every one of us. Jesus, as we celebrate your birth this year, as we celebrate your birth every year, we celebrate it in the midst of the chaos and uncertainty. In the midst of that chaos and uncertainty, you are there. You are a God. Savior, for everyone, we thank you for the hope, the peace, joy, and love that is ours in you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, empower us to share that. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, Lord God